And now we take you to Evangel Church in Tallahassee, Florida, to another powerful, life-changing message. For more information, visit our website, evangelag.org. Today we want to um, we want to talk to you for a few minutes um, about how you can um, head into the new year and uh, to really be able to experience God's best in your life. And uh, there's a scripture that uh, comes out of Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, that you've probably heard before, that where there is no vision, mm-hmm. that the people perish. And so uh, there is an importance for us as we head into 2022 uh, to really set a vision, uh, to have a goal uh, for our life. That it's not, we're not going to just stumble into a great year, but yeah. we've got to. Uh, we really have to make it a priority in our heart, a vision for ourselves. And so over the next few minutes, we want to share just five quick things uh, that we have found in our own life have helped us uh, to be able to uh, live to our potential. And so if you got a pen, piece of paper, maybe you're taking notes on your phone, um, would encourage you to jot these down. And so number one, babe, why don't you share with them? So the first one one that we want to share with you guys for 2020 as we move in is to set spiritual priorities. We have a a tendency to set um, priorities and goals for, you know, New Year's goals for um, our health and for finances. But do we set them for our spiritual life? And the first thing we need to do is set spiritual priorities. And so... Um, I want you guys to look with me in Colossians chapter four, because our spiritual priorities are really our spiritual disciplines. I, I feel sometimes that we forget about those or they, they get pushed on the back burner with our Christian walk. And so praying, reading God's word, fasting, um, different things like attending church on a regular basis, finding a group to get involved in. These are our spiritual disciplines and we have to set spiritual priorities. It's not going to just happen. It's not like you're just going to wake up in the morning and be like, man, you know, I'm going to pray today. (laughs) We have to make it a priority because our flesh, right? Our flesh doesn't want to do it. Our flesh doesn't want to get up early to pray or to read God's word. Our flesh doesn't want to live a life, you know, walking out after the things of God. And so Colossians chapter four, uh, Paul says here in verse two, he says, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. He's telling them, devote yourself. It's not just going to happen. Prayer isn't just going to happen. What we have to be devoted. We have to set that priority for prayer. And then he goes on to say, and I love this, the whole, the whole chapter of um, Colossians chapter four is amazing, but he goes on in verse five and it says, he says, live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that way you will have the right response for everyone. It is something that in our spiritual life, as we set those spiritual priorities, we are to pray. We are to live our lives with that. We take every opportunity with non-believers. He's talking here about being an evangelist, going out and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so those are our spiritual priorities. I loved what you said um, a couple weeks ago in the message because you were talking about, you know, we salvation is a free gift. We pray the prayer of salvation. I think sometimes we forget that that prayer of salvation means we are no longer in control of our life, 
that when we accept the Lord Jesus as our Lord and as our Savior, our life is no longer our own. And so our actions, although we're not perfect in it, need to, our spiritual walk needs to line up with what our Savior did and what our Savior said. And so the first thing we want to just encourage you guys to do is to set some spiritual priorities. Yeah, and I would say this too um, that I've noticed in my life is that um, whenever we put God first in our life, um, that area thrives mm -hmm. and it's successful. That's how God has wired us um, that anything we put Him first uh, thrives. And yeah. so I'd encourage you in that as you set priorities for next year in every area of your life, yeah. set God first. The, uh, the second thing that we want to mention is the importance of letting go of the past. Yeah. And what I've learned uh, in my life, in my own journey, uh, is that it's difficult to be able to see what God wants to do in my tomorrows when I haven't settled my yesterdays. Yeah. And um, I love what Paul says in Philippians chapter 3. He says, no, uh, verse 13, he says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. So he's recognizing that right. uh, he's not where he wants to be yet, but thank God he's not where he used to be, right? And uh, he says, but I focus on this one thing, like this is what I'm going to make my target, my vision for my life. I'm going to focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and beginning to look forward to what lies ahead. There's this sense of expectation uh, that Paul has. And he says he's going to press on to reach the end of the race. And, uh, and I just love that because it's this, it, I see this visual of just leaning in, choosing not to kind of coast across mm -hmm. the finish line, but um, to really set uh, his goal, his focus, his vision on the finish and to lean in and to press forward. I love that. what you, you say this all the time, that our, our windshield is so much bigger than our rear view mirror, mirror in a car. Like we glance in our rear view mirror when we're driving. And, and there are things that we do need to remember what he brought us through and what he brought us from. But man, that windshield is huge looking forward and our eyes need to be forward. Um, sometimes our past will keep us from taking those steps of faith like you talked about last week you know it, sometimes our past will keep us from you know feeling even like that we're that we can accomplish the things of god or that we can you know get into his presence on, on a daily basis and so we have to forget those things that baggage from the past we can glance at it and we can say you know lord thank you that i don't live back there anymore yep. but we've got to start looking forward and focusing forward on what god has for us we cannot live in the past yeah the third thing uh, that we want to share with you today is the importance of finding your tribe yeah and the reason why we mention that is because um because god has designed us to again to thrive in the context of relationships and um, what I've noticed um, in my own journey is that when I'm struggling, I tend to push people away. Mm -hmm. And those are the seasons that I need people in my life, people that love God and have the same desire in their heart um, in my inner circle. Yeah. And, um, and there's a verse uh, in Proverbs, you've probably heard this before, Proverbs 27 verse 17 that says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Um, 
we can take that in two different directions. We could be sharpening ourselves uh, away from the things of God because we've yeah. got people in our life that are pulling us down. Um, or we can have the right kind of people in our life yeah. that are sharpening us towards the things of God. Yeah. And so what we see in this verse is that um, who we have in our life, that it really does matter. Yeah. That it matters who we are saying yes to in our social circles. You know, I, I laugh at that because I, I, I feel like we are definitely iron that sharpens iron. Like the, um, Ryan and I don't see, we love, I love our core value that we don't have to see eye to eye to walk hand in hand. And so Ryan and I have different, like we're complete opposites. We would do things, we do things completely I do things right. We're going to edit that one out. <laughs> no, but you know, that ironing and that sharpens iron and learning that you and I can, not only can we work together for the cause of Christ, for our family, to be an example to our kids, be an example in our church, be an example in our community, but also we are an example to each other that I see your strengths and not as I, man, I, I wish, you know, I was, I, I don't see my weaknesses as much as I see your strengths and I want to achieve, you know, those things. And you, you do the same for me, you know, you see the strengths in me and we, we're that iron that sharpens iron. So it can even be in your marriage, in your home. Maybe some, maybe somebody out there this morning needs to, you know, stop fighting with your spouse and that pulling away, but allow the Holy Spirit to draw you together and see your differences as a blessing from God that, you know, to, you know, just seeing it your way, two eyes, just seeing it your way, but having, inviting someone in, into your tribe that says, that sees it a different way is, is really a blessing. Okay, um, next is number four is to be humble. So this one's a tough one. Um, let's look in Colossians chapter three, verse 12. And Paul says here, he says, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves. So God chose you to be the holy people he loves. You must clothe yourselves. And so it's our responsibility. This is a priority that Paul tells us, something that we have to do. You clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And so being humble is something that we choose to do. And so make that a priority for this upcoming year, that you will humble yourselves one to another. You will humble yourselves before the Lord and that we choose to clothe ourselves in that. And two ways that, um, that we do that is first off, and it's in um, Philippians chapter two, verse three. And it talks about how we think of others as more important than ourselves. So the first thing we need to do is we need to look at other people as being more important than ourselves. And that goes really counter to society and, and, you know, put yourself first and, and I get it. Listen, you know, we, we don't need to be a, a doormat and, and scripture tells us not to, you know, um, to be as uh, wise as a serpent and innocent as a dove, but we are to look at others as more important than ourselves. And the second thing that we have to do in order to walk in humility, and this is a, the hard one, is forgiveness. And we have to be willing to humble ourselves to ask for forgiveness. And we have to be willing to humble ourselves to receive the forgiveness that someone else is asking for. And so us forgiving others and us asking, saying, I'm sorry, is a hard thing to do. 
and saying you're forgiven when you've been hurt, all of that is through humility. And I want to read the next verse of Colossians chapter 3. Um, verse 13 and it says this make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you remember the Lord forgave you so you must forgive others and I feel like as we humble ourselves before the Lord and we humble ourselves to one another that forgiveness flows so much easier isn't it interesting how um, we want people to make allowances for our faults and our mistakes, yep. but we're so slow to make allowances yep. for them. I think you, you've said this before that we judge others by their actions and we ju judge ourselves by our intentions. Yep. So we, we judge ourselves by what we intended, intended to do, but we judge the other person based off of what they did. And um, we have to make those allowances. Yep. Well, let's look at number five. So the last one that we're going to share with you today, and none of these are in any specific order, um, but we saved this one for last. Uh, number five, uh, to just have a, a thriving 2022 is you've got to go all in. Yeah. Like you've got to go all in. We've seen uh, COVID over the last um, uh, almost two years has really disrupted uh, our routines and it has exposed um, our priorities. It's yeah. exposed um, what we believe is important in our lives. And um, listen, we cannot experience God's best in our life um, if we're not going all in yeah. with God in our life. And um, Jesus made it made his desire uh, pretty clear in Matthew 22 verse. 37 as it related to uh, what uh, is called the great commandment he said love the lord your god with all of your, your heart, heart not yeah. just not just some of it yeah. not just your heart on sundays or yeah. whatever day of the week but but to love god with all of your heart with all of your soul and with all of your mind and yeah. uh, i think one of the fundamental um, spiritual problems today in our life is that we want God to do something new in our life, yeah. right? We look at 2022 and we want God to, to do yeah, something fix new some things in our life, in our life. Yeah. But yet we keep doing the same <laughs> thing. Yeah. And, um, I think at some point, I think there's a, what's the um, definition of insanity? It's doing uh, the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Different results. And so, listen, friend, if you want an amazing yeah. 2022, if you want to step out of the cloud of, of what your last year or the last couple years or the last season of your life has been, um, go all in. And I really want to challenge you, like, I, if you would take six months yeah. From January to June, I got it right. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was counting in my head. From January to June of next year, and you would just make a decision like I'm gonna go all in for God. Yeah, and that means that that I'm gonna I'm gonna make uh, going to church on Sundays. I'm gonna make that a priority in my life. Yeah, I'm gonna make it a priority that I don't just live my life for me, but I'm gonna live my life uh, for others and make a difference. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna serve. Um, that you would find your tribe, that you would yeah. get involved in, in small groups. You would find the group of people within um, the church that you seem to kind of be drawn to and identify with. Um, 
if you would do that for six months, I guarantee you yeah. um, that you wouldn't regret it. I guarantee that you would never look back and, and yeah. feel like you had wasted, wasted. Yeah. Um, your time because uh, when we do put God first in our life, um, he blesses yeah. those areas of our life. You know, I, I'm reminded of the scripture when you said that, of that we take up our cross daily and that we follow him. And, and maybe that is the challenge of going all in that it, that your Christianity and your, your Christ following your walk with the Lord isn't based off of how you feel that day. You know, our, I tell our kids all the time, your feelings are real, but they're not truth. Yep. You know, we, we don't live our life based off of what we feel. We live our life based off of the truth of God's word. And so, you know, I, I encourage you as well in that challenge. I watch, I've watched it happen. I've done it myself. I've, I've watched Ryan walk through that. And um, it, our lives are different and we are blessed. And maybe we don't have everything that we want or everything that, you know, but we have everything we need. Yep. And we... We have a sweet, amazing relationship with our Savior. And I just encourage you guys, put Him first and see what He does in your life as you walk that and you live the principles, the principles that are in God's Word. As you walk through those, we truly live a blessed life. Yeah. Any final thoughts before No, before I just, we go you know, today? we love you guys and we are, we are looking forward to net this upcoming year yeah there's there's a lot of anticipation yeah. and expectation uh, in our heart not just for our life and i'll kind of kind of key in on a little secret the lord started um convicting me the last couple months just about my priorities yeah. and the discipline in um in our life and so we're we're actually kind of as we go into the new year um, that was that was your word for the year. We're kind of and that's man, not a good word. When you ask the Lord for a, a word, word and He says year. discipline. No, <laughs> nobody's shouting and running the aisles on that one. But uh, I was um, like, are you sure, babe? Like, but there you is know, a you know there's a journey one? even for us <laughs> yeah. in this season. But there's just so much anticipation and expectation yeah. in our own lives as we're obedient to what God is leading us to do. Uh, but also in our church yeah. and um, great things are ahead and uh, we're excited to be able to do life with you in that. Um, listen, um, we want to pray out um, here in just a second, but I also want to mention that if you have kids at home, um, there's going to be a, a, a little 60 second um, transition video at the end of this prayer, but then Pastor John has um just an amazing kids experience that he wants to share with your kiddos uh, at home. And so uh, when we get done praying, grab your kids, um, kind of get them around. And um, he's going to take a few minutes and just uh, share a little bit uh, with your kids today. So let's let's pray. Father, we thank, thank you, you for uh, your hand upon our lives uh, this past year. And uh, Lord, we especially lift up those that have lost a loved yes, one. Lord. Uh, this year. Lord, we pray for your peace right now. Your word says that your peace passes all understanding, that even in seasons, God, that don't make sense, painful seasons, Lord, that your peace can be in our heart and to lead our lives. And so, Lord, we just pray uh, your hand upon all of those uh, right now. And Lord, we just surrender our lives to you uh, for this next year. 
Lord, we know that your promise is to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we may ever ask or think. And so, Lord, as we put you first in our life, Lord, the promise is is that you're going to do that and fulfill that in our lives. Father, we love you and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. We pray right now that God uses this message to plant good eternal seeds deep into your soul. For more information, visit our website, evangelag.org. Evangel's all about making the name of Jesus famous and His church glorious. We love God, love people, and love life. And we're here for you, working to help draw people from impossible situations into a loving and friendly circle of hope where answers are found and acceptance is given. We invite you to join us for any of our services, Sunday mornings at 10.30 and Wednesday evenings at 7. We're located at 2300 Old Bainbridge Road in Tallahassee. We have fantastic programs for kids and youth and small groups to make deeper connections. And we pray that God blesses you richly and abundantly as you continue to seek Him first in all of your life.